welcome to Convo Around the Cove, the show that keeps you in the conversation about your city of Green Cove Springs. I'm Communications Coordinator Tiffany Reynolds, and today I'm here with Assistant City Manager and Public Works Director Mike Knoll. Thanks for taking the time to chat. Thanks for having me on. Glad to do it. Today we'll be talking about the new stormwater usage fee, which went through its first reading and approval by City Council on Tuesday, February 4th. We know residents will have lots of questions about this new fee, and we're here to break it down and explain how it will impact the city long term. Can you start by giving us some details on the stormwater usage fee? Sure. So the stormwater usage fee, uh, specifically, we have, of course, had a stormwater utility established for about seven years now. Mm -hmm. Uh, Currently, folks pay a base fee. Uh, And what the usage fee is going to do is, uh, is add to that fee based on the amount of impervious surface or the amount of surface that doesn't drain Mm -hmm. uh, per individual parcel. Uh, So that'll be different for residential versus non-residential. We have have set this up such that single-family homes, they will pay one ESU, which is one uh, equivalent stormwater unit, Mm -hmm. or a multiplier of one, if you will, for the user fee, uh, regardless of the amount of impervious surface. Uh, we've taken an average among the city and, uh, and come up with a number. And then for commercial properties, they will pay uh, based on a, a multiplier that is, that is developed from a survey of their property uh, so that we know how many square foot of impervious mm-hmm. that they have on their property. Mm-hmm. And then we divide uh, by that standard unit, which is 3,000 square feet, uh, to come up with a multiplier for any uh, any non-single family lots. Okay, okay. What is this uh, ESU and what is the proposed price for the stormwater usage fee? Okay, so the proposed price um, per ESU is $125. Uh, that is what the uh, what the council has decided on. Our, our consultants recommended a fee of two hundred to two fifty, mm-hmm. um, but you know, in the in the interest of looking after our ratepayers as best we can, uh, the council wants to introduce a lower rate at one hundred and twenty five dollars per year, uh, per parcel or per ESU. And um, and is that fee going to be um, revisited or changed? Uh, yes, just like any of our other rates, you know, electric rates, water, sewer, uh, any other rates we have, we'll look at it every year uh, based on the budget and, um, you know, keeping in mind that we're not going to want to uh, double the fee, you know, next year we will certainly, you know, certainly keep our rate payers and our citizens in mind as we look at it each year, but uh, also as we look at the budget needs each year. And uh, what will this fee go towards? Uh, the user fee will go towards capital projects. Um, right now, we have a base fee that basically covers the daily operations of our stormwater, street cleaning, uh, repairs, minor repairs, things like that. Uh, we have a, a backlog of, of at least uh, 20 years of, of stormwater projects that need to be completed, at least $750,000 a year in needs, uh, and that's in today's dollars. Uh, so obviously, as time goes on, that dollar amount increases. So this new user fee will help us to fund uh, those much-needed um, and much backlog projects. And um, how is this stormwater usage fee uh, different from the stormwater utility fee that residents and business owners are currently paying? Okay. So initially when we started the stormwater uh, utility back in 2012, mm-hmm. we wanted to set it up similar to our water and wastewater rates where every customer pays a base fee 
and then based on the amount of impact to the system, so in the case of water, how much water you use, you mm -hmm. pay a user fee. This new fee is based on the amount of impervious surface that you have on your property, so you'll pay a user fee based on that. Uh, so currently, uh, each parcel in the city pays the same base fee uh, per parcel, and that's, and that's on every parcel within the city limits. So right now, that is uh, $42 a year, mm -hmm. um, and is generally on the tax bill, the annual property tax bill, except for folks that don't get a tax bill, then it's billed uh, separately by the city finance department. Uh, so what the new fee will do, the user fee will add on to that fee, so it is an addition. Mm -hmm. And again, while the base fee covers the daily operations, you know, the personnel, the equipment that we need just for the day-to-day, 365-day-a-year operation, the user fee will go to fund the large capital projects that we need. And just like the, the base fee, it will also be uh, charged on the annual property tax bill. And you mentioned before about how uh, this usage fee would will go towards what's been estimated this year to be $750,000 worth of projects. Can you talk about some of those capital projects and, and what needs you know the city's water utility actually has? Sure, sure. Uh, so we have uh, you know a lot of different uh, areas that need stormwater work. A couple of the biggest projects that we have needs on right now are Julia Street, Mm -hmm. uh, kind of towards up, up towards the creek, uh, up towards the high end. We have some needs up there. Probably one of the largest projects is West Street, uh, basically on the north side of 16, uh, all the way from, uh, well, basically from 16 uh, out to MLK, that whole stretch. Uh, that's That area has been in bad need of repair for a long time. We've done some emergency repairs. You know, it has caused some deterioration in the roadway and sidewalks. Of course, we have kids walking to school in that area. Mm -hmm. uh, and in addition, the stormwater pipes aren't functioning as they should, so that could result in flooding. So mm -hmm. um, we, we've, we've applied for other funding. We have applied for grant funding on a couple of these projects. And obviously, wherever we can, we will continue to do that. Uh, but where we cannot uh, get grant funding or where it's not available, uh, that's where this user fee will come in to, to help fund some of those projects. So, uh, so Mike, what's the next steps for this ordinance? Well, the next steps for the ordinance are that it will go to council on the 18th, February 18th, 7 p.m. for a public hearing uh, and for the second and final reading. So uh, assuming council votes to move it forward, then it will it'll be finalized that evening uh, and then go into effect. And if it's approved, um, when will residents uh, start seeing this fee in their bill? Okay. So the fee will be on the 2020 property tax bill that comes out in November. Mm -hmm. Prior to that, um, as, assuming council approves the ordinance and everything uh, next week uh, we will send out notices to, to every property owner that will let them know what their new user fee will be and then any customer it's primarily going to be non-residential but certainly there, there are scenarios where residential customers could be eligible uh, they will have the option to apply for a mitigation credit uh, so basically uh, and again this is where it's normally on on commercial for properties that contain their own stormwater uh, and they treat it to a certain level. Generally, they can treat uh, two ways. They can treat volume, and they can treat the rate of flow that it leaves the property. Um, so, you know, based on how they've designed their systems, there will be a, um, a formula uh, that, you know, they can fill out, get an engineer to sign off on, uh, which would qualify them for mitigation credits uh, so that, you know, for instance, if they are slated to pay 10 ESUs, and they're able to qualify for 50% mitigation credit, then they'll only pay five ESUs per year. 
Okay. And we'll send all that information out with that initial notice. We'll give folks probably three or four months. We'll set a timeline uh, to let everybody have a chance to ask questions uh, and to apply for those credits if they're eligible or even just to see if they're eligible. They can certainly take that opportunity. So folks aren't hit with 100% of the fee first year if they are eligible. We want them to have that chance mm -hmm. uh, to get the credit right out of the gate. Cool. And, and if um, residents uh, do have any questions about this new usage fee, uh, how can they reach um, the city to get their questions answered? Sure. Uh, they could call the Public Works Department. Um, direct line is 297-7060, or they could even call me directly. My direct line is 297-7098, uh, and we'd be happy to, to answer any questions and, and uh, provide any explanations. Well, great, great. Well, um, I think that's all the time we have for today, but uh, thanks for taking the time to chat with us, Mike. Sure, anytime. Thank you. Now for your news around the cove, and we've got lots of news today. Don't miss the 2020 Augusta Savage Extravaganza Fundraiser happening 6 p.m. Saturday, February 29th at Clayton and Mildred Revel Senior Center. Evening will be filled with performances from Clay's best and brightest in music and dance, as well as a gallery display of art created by students of the Augusta Savage Community Fine Arts Program. This event also ends the Black History Month celebrations hosted by Friends of Augusta Savage, Inc. Tickets are $50 per person and only cash is accepted. Tickets can be purchased in advance by mail to Friends of Augusta Savage Arts and Community Center, Inc., P.O. Box 272, Green Cove Springs, Florida, 32043. There may be a limited number of tickets sold at the door, available for $50 per person in cash. Clay County Supervisor of Elections recently announced that all qualifying candidates for elected municipal seats are unopposed, and there will be no Municipal Super Tuesday election on April 14th. Green Cove Springs City Council seats 1 and 2 were open for election for 2020 Municipal Super Tuesday. Edward Gow will succeed Pam Lewis for City Council seat 1. Matt Johnson will succeed Mitch Timberlake for City Council seat 2. Both will start their term on May 19, 2020. City will be changing its security for City Council meetings starting February 18th. Before City Council meetings, people can only enter City Hall through the front entrance on Orange Avenue, and a police officer will be stationed in the lobby hallway to check for concealed weapons before entering City Council chambers. The City appreciates the public's patience as we transition to these new security measures. Public Works will be able to move into its new administrative building on Gum Street soon. Construction is expected to be completed by the end of February, and the department should be completely moved in by March. That's all the news for today. Thank you for joining Convo Around the Cove. You can listen to episodes on Buzzsprout, Spotify, and Stitcher. Keep an eye out on the city's social media for our next discussion topic. Send your questions to City of Green Cove Springs Government on Facebook and at GCS Today on Twitter. And remember, it wouldn't be a conversation without you. Send any topic suggestions about city projects or about city government to City of Green Cove Springs Government on Facebook and at GCS Today on Twitter. Talk to you later.